welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistical professor can do sports betting tips. This is college basketball for Thursday, January 4th. Cousin Jared, um, if we have noises in the background, that's not a cat. Mm. Baby professor who has finally been brought home after a, I don't know, 12-ish day, if you say. Um, and he's uh, hanging out you know, a mere few feet from me. Hopefully going to stay passed out. Uh, but we are entering uh, a series of shows where we will have to hopefully not edit out baby cries. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, hopefully I will not become more delirious as the days go along. And hopefully I will continue <laughs> to make sense hosting this show. That's really yeah. And, and hopefully uh, the first of hundreds, thousands of shows for a baby professor. I mean, yes. yeah, yeah, we're starting a new, tr- new trend here. Yes. Maybe one day, you know, him and I can co-host a show. Uh, oh, in, yeah. You know, 21 years when he's of legal age to gamble and he's yes. here yes. in the United States. Um, we have a jam-packed show here for Thursday. It's a great slight. The three games we're going to cover are fantastic. There's a few other really good games uh, as well, but we've got three games that you know you're probably going to watch here on the free uh, on the free pick show. We have six more uh, for the extended cut. We have ten best bets for the day. One of them is the play of the day. And you need all those best bets over on Blackbook Sports. That links in the show description for nine ninety nine a month. Or if you want the full package of all the agree picks, there's twenty of them right now. Um, again, this is we're going to talk about ten of them on the show, but there's there's twenty of them total. If you're looking for all of them, all the team totals, all the fun stuff, you can get that over on Dub Club. Again, as always, there is the link to get you your first month for under a dollar a day. Um, that sign up link is in the show description. Uh, cousin Jared, we have a long night ahead of us. Is there anything I should mention before we dive right into it? No, let's get going. All right, let's do it then. Minnesota and Michigan. We're going to start off at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, there are obviously a lot of earlier games, but Thursdays, it seems to be, have a lot more West Coast action. Remember this from last year, because last year you were on the Wednesday yeah. uh, night shows as well, coming to Thursday games. And we did a lot of like West Coast games and a lot of the yep. Big West and a lot of the Pac 12. And we're continuing that here. Uh, but of course, this is a Big Ten game, but it's at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's obviously because it's uh, because of television, because Michigan being in the Eastern times, and at least this game's in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, it's eight o'clock local, but nine o'clock yeah. local start um, is quite a thing there. Cousin uh, Jared, we talked. I mentioned this to the um, the Discord chat. Made some updates to the model. Something I've been kind of thinking about. Finally, had some time to sit down and try to figure it out. Um, you know, we've been kind of missing on a few teams, and trying to kind of correct for that. Obviously, not in an ad hoc way, but in a formulaic way, where we can kind of say what's a realistic way to kind of capture that and forecast that better michigan was one of those teams the model just kind of it, it kind of liked it and it didn't really make sense some of the teams it likes and it's miss and it's different from the market but we've been winning we want to keep that the same but when we're missing from the market we're losing we kind of want to just not overreact but not underreact and the model was really underreacting uh for some of these teams michigan's one of those and you can see why the model was underreacting that defense has just really let them down their offense is still pretty good but the defense just has not been good both these teams are decent but as of right now, neither one of these teams would be a tournament team. So this is kind of one of those, I don't want to say must win. It's January 4th, right? There's a lot of games ahead of them. But these are the sorts of games that you need to win if you want to be playing in the NCAA tournament come March. Yep. Sidelines is Minnesota is the slightly better team, but at Michigan won't be an easy win. Because we talked a lot about this, what we should do with this game. It's kind of right on the borderline of if you should take the money line or take the points. 
kind of landed at something I think maybe a little bit unique, maybe that we're going to try going forward is maybe being a little bit more aggressive with the money line for the home team, a little bit more cautious at the points with the road team, just because it's hard to win on the road. That doesn't mean Minnesota can't do it. And honestly, this is a good spot where we always talk about splitting your bet. I don't have it coded that way to, to track officially. I'm a big guy about transparency and making sure all of our stuff's out there, you know, and, and can be seen and verified, et cetera. And so I don't have it coded in to split the bet, but this is not a crazy one to split. Take six and a half points with some of your bet and take like a plus 230 or so um, with the rest of it in case they pull it off. But, you know, Minnesota should be able to hang around in this game. Again, caveat, as we're always talking about, if it's one of those middle third typical games, right? If it's, it could be, you know, anything can happen in sports, right? But if it's a game where the number matters, you know, we think it's more likely Minnesota loses by three than by 10. Um, so six and a half with the Golden Gophers, a great pick. Tell us more, Cousin Jared. I came on here last week. And I told you to lay the points with Michigan uh, against McNeese State. And mm-hmm. I said mm-hmm. that, and Michigan lost that game outright. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. rationale there was, look at Michigan's schedule. It was a hell of a schedule. It was tough. And I thought they were battle-tested in a team like McNeese's where you were finally going to see that, hey, we're – you know, we Michigan are a pretty good team. We've played as and, and, and I think we said, hey, McNeese was a solid team. It's not like they're bad, right? It, it wouldn't try to disparage them. It was just – McNeese is still under the level of competition. They're going to play a lot of nights, night in and night out in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. What if Michigan just doesn't quite have it this mm-hmm. year? And mm-hmm. specifically when I'm I'm looking at it, what if their defense is just not up to Big Ten standards? Uh, because, again, you can look at the teams that they were playing and say, okay, these are good teams they're playing. I can see why they put up points. But maybe Michigan's defense had a uh, bigger hand uh, in those all those losses that they had than what I was giving them credit for. I, I don't see, obviously, the same type of issues with Minnesota's defense uh, quite a bit better than, than Michigan's defense, especially by Big Ten standards. I think Michigan definitely has an advantage on the offensive side at home, uh, but I just don't have much faith in this uh, Michigan defense. To your point of taking the points here, I think at the very least we can rely on Michigan's defense not being that great and Minnesota at, at the very least keeping keeping this game close. Yeah, and that's kind of really all we're asking them to do uh, is, is hang in there, keep it close, and just don't let the fouls get away at the very end. Uh, on average, we think Michigan wins by 2.4, which makes Michigan plus Minnesota plus 6.5 a pretty good bet. And again, if you want to sprinkle the money line, we don't think it's the craziest idea, but we might be a little more aggressive with taking the money line uh, dogs at home or, of course, in our classic, our favorite, the WTF, wrong team favorite game at that point doesn't matter if it's home or road if we think it's more than 50 percent likely we're going to take the plus hots no matter what they're offering uh which takes us to 9 30 p.m colorado and arizona cousin jerry i feel like this could be like the shortest show ever because uh mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what to say about this we've talked a lot about arizona we've talked a lot about their insane pace mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about the fact that their defense is underrated and it's really good um, and their offense is really good. But when you play a pace like that, you're just going to have a lot of points. We've been relying on these Arizona overs. We've cashed mm-hmm. so many of them. We haven't cashed every single one of them. Um, but, w- you know, we talk a lot about one of the benefits of the model is trying to help you find value. And sometimes that value comes in zigging and zagging and just trying to see where, you know, the market gets a little bit off here and there. And other times the value comes in the market just doesn't is not willing to adjust. And, of course, the classic example that we long talk about our beloved 2022 Seattle Mariners in that regard with the market just never adjusted and we just kept making money all year long um, as, as easy as that was. And that's kind of where we're at with Arizona. The market just is hesitant to adjust to just how high scoring these games 
are going to get, they can put up a hundred on any given night. And as we saw in the last time out, they can give up a hundred too. And so mm-hmm. we don't need, need this to be a hundred to a hundred in this point to go over 163. It's an A grade pick. Some model thinks we're more likely to end up around 170. Colorado plays above average pace. They're going to have no problem going at this pace for Arizona. Even if they try to slow them down, Colorado's offense is good and they're going to score and their defense is the weakest unit on the court. And Arizona should score plenty as well. A grade over. They've been good to us all season long. I don't really see why we should get off the train at this point. What do you think? Arizona's last three games have all gone over 180. Uh, Before that, their last three games all went over 160. Hmm. I mean, it's just can't, can't catch up. And with those teams that we talked about, they did play some quicker paced teams. They, yeah. they played some quicker t- paced teams. And they played Purdue who just has a, a wonderful offense, even That's if they don't play yeah. su- super fast, but even the teams that they play that are near average pace, like Cal, for example, game got to 181. Uh, it almost doesn't matter what the other team does against yeah. Arizona, but Colorado is a team who likes to push the pace a little bit as well and has a good offense to boot. And so I just, this is going to be one of those games that is this on Pac-12 Network? I hope not. I, I'm not sure. This is this is too fun to be on Pac for it to be relegated to Pac-12 Network uh, because there might be 200 points in this game. There, um, there might be. I I think this is going to be a, a fun one. I mean, a fun one to watch. If if Colorado can keep it close for a little bit, Arizona's going to win. I think at home, coming off that loss to Stanford, um, I think they're going to be focused. But there's just going to be so many points in this one. Just all of all of the points. ESPN, thankfully for us, will be airing this game. So uh, Pac-12 Network gets the uh, Washington-Oregon game, which uh, I think is rated as the third best game according to Sideline and and one that we have an A-grade pick on as well, but we passed up on the show just because um, it's on Pac-12 Network. And so if we can, we like to avoid those games because we know, like, again, 12 people in the entire country can watch those games. And so this one we can at least keep our eyeballs on. But this is going to be a, a fun game, a lot of points. It may turn out to be a blowout. You never really know anytime Arizona's involved. Uh, even that last one, they kind of got blown out, and it wasn't even that interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. They can obviously run away, put up 100 on any given point. But, you know, something like a, a 90 to 80 type game seems very reasonable with the, with the way yeah. that Arizona has played. That's kind of what the model's projecting. You can see that here. Um, if you check out our cheat sheet that we provide, everybody on dub club again you might have to zoom in especially on your phone uh to kind of see this but this is sort of analysis we provide for every single college basketball there's over five thousand of them so i've coded this in so we can provide this to our customers over there on dub club um and you can see the model projects an average score of about 92 to you know 79 something like that um so obviously arizona's favorite at home they should be favored it's hard to go against them after that loss, the only question is, are they going to be motivated to cover that big number? And that's where we say, we don't really know. We don't really have to care. We just think there should be a lot of points one way or the other. Uh, and so over 163, the A grade there, which will take us to a late one, Utah and Arizona State. This one's on ESPN too, so another Pac-12 game, but we will be able to watch it. Uh, of course, you can see, and we talk about this a lot with the Pac-12, the way they do their travel, uh, the Colorado-Utah pairing and the Arizona-Arizona State pairing. So these two teams will flip. And Colorado will play Arizona State over the weekend, presumably on a Saturday, and then Utah will play at Arizona. Um, and so it's it's 
fun the way they do it scheduling it's sad that we'll see the pac-12 go for many reasons one of them of course not being the loss of the pac-12 network um, but you've got an Arizona State team that is playing fantastic on defense and that's what's keeping them in games keeping them around games and they've been able to pull out some relatively surprising wins i think lightly after a disappointing start to the season it is all because of the defense on offense they are challenged we had them in the under on new year's eve or day i can't remember probably eve, new year's eve and um you know got that one didn't know how the side would play out and they've been kind of on the right side of these games but it's been lower scoring grinded out uh type contest because that defense but you can see just how bad the offense is and that's the difference in this game because utah is very good on offense yep. very good on defense and arizona state's very good on defense too but even though arizona state will be at home you can see the discrepancy in the rankings uh, according to the model in this game utah number 21 arizona state number 121 and that's really just all because of arizona state's offense that's why we're on utah this is also with the border we got two borderline games here today and again these are all part of the official picks we'll track it overall and, and again it's not about wins and losses it's about units and so we, you know it, we might be missing out by not taking minnesota money line we're missing out not taking utah's um spread here i don't think the spreads are crazy picks sideline says utah by about 10 so if you could lay you know five five and a half six that's not crazy i kind of like the money line here almost for the same reason we talked about taking the points with minnesota it's hard to win on the road. It's hard to win by a lot on the road. And obviously Utah yeah. may just thump them. But yeah. we love when our incentives are aligned with the team. And that's what we have here. Because Utah doesn't care if they win by four or 14. They just want to get the win and get out of Dodge. They know yeah. they've got Arizona next. And this is just not a thing where they're interested in blowing them out. But you have to imagine good coaching staff there is saying, stay focused, get the win, get out healthy. And then we've got Arizona after that. And, and I don't know how much they're going to win by. Uh, but minus 235 is a good price here. And some of you might recoil a little bit of that. Remember, here's the thing. We're going to take 10 of these at around this price, at around this win probability over the course of the season. Now, it may take us a month to get these 10. It may take us two months to get these 10. But here's the thing. And here's what I want people to hear because people are like, oh, minus 235. How am I going to make money of that? Here's how you're going to make money. You're going to do it 10 times with us. And we're going to win eight of them. You can see on the screen, probably 81%. We're going to win eight of the 10, and at eight of the 10, we're going to be profitable. We're going to lose two of them. We have to understand that. And it might be this one. We don't know which which two we're going to lose, but we're going to win eight of the 10, and that's going to be profitable. And that's why this is an A-grade pick. You can see we scale picks maybe a little bit differently here. If you're newer to the show, we don't do flat betting, so we're not risking 2.35 units win one. We're actually not even going to win a full unit. We're going to win less than a full unit, but we're going to not risk two full units. That limits our exposure. I know a lot of people are concerned about that. So this is the way we've kind of created through that. The upside is not huge, but we're not here to win the lottery. We're here into profit. And again, we're going to do this 10 times. We're going to win eight of them. And we're going to profit. And that's what matters. Waking up every Monday with more money in your bank account than the Monday before. That's our goal. Cousin Jared, did you like my sermon? Yes, yes, I did like your sermon, uh, preach on. Uh, so, well, one of the last times I was on the show, we talked about tiers and how you know you could, you know, sometimes you could be off. You know, everything's grouped close together. Some teams are a lot closer together than you think, even though there's a lot of teams between them. Uh, mm -hmm. Not the case between number twenty-one and one hundred and twenty-one. There no, is big, yeah. quite a large advantage for Utah here. If you're the other thing I would say is like Arizona State has a couple of conference wins so far. Those are over, I believe, Stanford and Cal. Uh, Stanford is rated about the mm, 90th best team-ish, 93rd 
best team, according to sideline, and Cal is all the way down at 144. So Arizona State has won a couple of games in a row. Neither of those teams are of the caliber that Utah is, in my opinion. Now, uh, you talked about if you're new to the show, some of the things we kind of do here. One of the things we like to do sometimes is how does this, how do we lose this bet? Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be Utah's first road game in over a calendar month. Again, I think Utah is more than capable of winning this game. Uh, I think clearly superior team, but just something to keep in mind Utah's first road game in over a calendar month. Yeah, and that's obviously um, <laughs> you know a big deal. Uh, but yeah, both Cal and Stanford, you know, not quite the same caliber of Utah. Stanford, you know, rising after that win against Arizona because you can't ignore that, and mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe on the up, but still, you know, the class of the Pac-12 obviously is Arizona, and then behind that it's Utah, and behind that you'd have to assume Colorado, although they've been a little bit disappointing as well. Uh, but then it starts falling off quickly. So when you talk about tiers, the, the Pac-12 is. I mean, to me, it's Arizona number one, Utah number two, and I guess Colorado number three. But I, yep. they haven't been; they've been kind of up and down as well. Um, and and Stanford just nowhere near that tier. And yep. so that's that's the thing to to keep in mind there. Um, so yeah, Arizona's anything they've been playing low scoring games and keeping it close, that sort of thing. It's just it's tougher to do against an opponent like this. Obviously, we hope that um, you know Utah on the road can get it done. And, uh, you know, that's why we also talk about, you know, the money line and, and the 80% likelihood of winning if, is just there is a probability Utah wins a close game because that's why Arizona State's been playing in. It's just it's yep. unlikely they turn out on the right side of it given Utah's superior talent. Um, and again, Utah having no incentive to <laughs> try to win by a bunch. They just want to win because road wins against, you know, even decent, even mediocre conference teams in, in a power conference are, are not always easy to come by. Yep. And so Utah minus 235. A great pick for us there. And that'll be the show for today for the free picks. There's your recap. Uh, again, we got six more that we're going to talk about after the break. Um, and again, a bunch a bunch more over on Deadloop. If you are interested in that, join us, join us over there for the extended cut. Cousin Jared, parting words before we get a 60-second water break and come back to talk about double the amount of basketball we've already talked about. If you don't want to hear me talk about Towson and Monmouth, you're just not living life. Join us over there at Dub Club because uh, we're about to have some fun with these uh, next set of six games. These next, I think Grand Canyon at Southern Utah is is one that I'm not sure people will be watching because I think there's other things kind of happening here mm-hmm. uh, on a Thursday night. No NFL, but uh, some other quality games. But that one at least will be interesting. Maybe Santa Clara if you're up late for it. But uh, yeah, some of these games we are reaching. Yeah, reaching a little bit <laughs> yeah. quality of basketball. But as we always say. You know, you don't got to watch them to make the money. And that's where yep. some of these are. You might not want to watch them, but there is money to be made. And hopefully you will join us to hear about that on the other side of the 60 seconds. You can get there via Dub Club. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow.